by spending money on ads, you're just going to amplify that suckiness or even more. Hey, entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey guys, if you want to stop working so hard, join us in our Facebook group. Join the community. I am giving you all kinds of ninja tricks, introducing you to outsources we hire for my coaching clients, showing you the what for and how to do it. Join us in the community. Let's connect there. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day. And I am your lucky host, Chris Ward. And I am lucky because we've got another amazing guest here for you today. Gavin Bell is the director of Yatter, an award-winning lead generation agency that helps brands across the world to scale through Facebook ads. His work has been featured on the likes of Virgin.com, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur on Fire, Kissmetrics, and Social Media Examiner. We are a friend of Michael Stelzner. He has been on the show, Gavin. So welcome to the show, Gavin. Thanks so much for having me, Chris. I'm excited. Okay, so I'm going to try to grab everyone's attention real quick because, listen, when we talk about Facebook ads, for most of us, myself included, seems like a little bit of, hey, are you feeling lucky? We're going to Vegas. It seems to me like this big, dark force that you have to, you know, you have to pay to play and you have to have a lot to play. So my first question, Gavin, as we dive into this is going to be like, you know, where do we start? Because my understanding is like, oh, you know, can I afford to hire someone for Facebook ads? And if I put all my money on the hired person who, you know, needs to be paid, then I have no money to experiment with a budget that I don't even know what I'm doing yet. So it's almost like I feel like you're shut down before you get started. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really good point. And I think what we need to do to answer that question is actually go a few steps back before we start thinking about Facebook ads. Because I Perfect. I think what happens as, as business owners is we, you know, we've got our entrepreneurs, we've got shiny object syndrome. We're always looking for, you know, the next thing, like, like you talk about. Yeah. And what that leads to happen is we'll see people getting crazy results on Facebook and we think that we can do it. And then we think that we need to start advertising on Facebook so we can get results like that. And when we start to think like that and we start running Facebook ads, actually the reality is we've probably not put the groundwork in that we need to in order to get those level of results. So there's a few things that we need to look at as a business first before we start advertising on Facebook. So those are things like, uh, first and foremost, do you have a business that people actually want? So, you know, have you got proof of concept? Do you have products and services that actually get people the results that they want? That's like the number one checklist, because if you don't and you're spending money on ads, then you're kind of gambling. You're going to Vegas, like you say, because we don't actually know whether people want the thing that we have. Okay, so, so let me jump. Let me jump in here for a sec. Yeah. I'm going to jump in a lot because I want to unpack your brilliant brilliance. So, of course, as an entrepreneur, I'm going to think, "Oh, I got something that people want." And then a newer entrepreneur, because we all went through those growing pains, you might think, "Oh, I just am not in front of the right people, or I have to get in front of more people." So, Facebook ads would change that. 
So I think in my mind, when you're talking right now, I'm comparing it to, you know, when you think, oh, I just need press or I need to get on a podcast or I need to be on a TV show. And then if all these people did see or hear you and were interested and they went online and then you weren't set up properly, that funnel, that publicity, you know, path for you won't serve you. And it's not the publicity, it's you weren't set up properly. Exactly. So okay. I would much rather people, it's, it's a slightly different story if you're a funded startup, for example, and you've got budget to spend to get proof of concept. But I would much rather 90% of people listening to this would focus on getting results for their customers, selling some products organically before they start spending money on ads. Because as a business, cash is king. And I would rather we get some proof before we start spending the money on advertising. Okay. So if I'm saying, all right, I'm, you know, we actually are working on, we're just really diving into the Facebook group community. We, I had it before, I neglected it, but we're guns a blazing now. We've got all these dynamic things going on there. So a rookie mistake would make, would be like, oh, okay, I'm starting group, I should run ads. But what you're saying is, hey, you should be doing the groundwork, you know, hitting the pavement, so to speak, networking one at a time, grassroots, get that group going. And when you've got proof of concept and you're doing well there, that's when you put some muscle, sort of some gasoline in the car, but you got to make sure the car is built. Am I hearing you correctly? Exactly, exactly that. A advertising okay. on any platform will amplify what's already happening. So if you've got a product, the service, it sucks. Or if you have, this is kind of another point that I, I think that people need to have in place first is, if you don't have the ability to sell somebody or your website doesn't convert very well, by spending money on ads, you're just going to amplify that suckiness or even more. But if you've got something that does work and you've got that proof of concept, then advertising can amplify the good stuff. You know, first of all, I love the technical term sucky. Everybody write that down. Okay. So I appreciate that. I like tech terms. We're learning Facebook tech terms. Now, you know, when you said right now, this is going to sound absolutely ridiculous, but we're here to learn. When you said, do you have the money to do advertising? This is going to sound really silly when I say this out loud. But when you said that, I'm like, oh my gosh, this really is an official advertising. And we would be you know, thinking of that, if we went to go and pay for print ads or things like that. But I think where Facebook is so part of our day-to-day -day interactions, you almost think of like, oh, I'm on Facebook. It's almost like pull back the curtains and they'll just see me on there more. Not understanding it is advertising pathway versus sort of, you know, you think I'm here and I just more need more people to know I'm here. Like, I think, I think we minimize the, the significance of the ads part and lean more into the Facebook friend kind of deal. So, okay, so that's an awakening. So what you're saying is, hey, get your ducks in a row, make sure you're growing, whatever you're doing, you're doing well, and you see the results organically before you even think about spending money. Exactly that. Exactly. Okay. Now, this is your job though, right? You're a Facebook ads guy. So I guess you understand that, look, it makes my job a lot harder. It's not going to be fun or my results aren't going to be there if you're not set up properly before you come to me. Exactly that. I mean, if we're working or, you know, talking to clients, we make sure, because I've, you know, I've been in this business for a long time and I've made the mistake of working with clients that mm. don't have their ducks set up. And what ends up happening is they don't get the level of results that they need. Now, they might be getting results from ads, but maybe not at the level that they need. So for example, it might be costing them 
too much money to get a sale or mm. they might be you know another common problem is they might get too many leads that but the leads aren't high quality and so mm. they're spending too much time and resource trying to service those leads and not actually getting to the customers and that takes all of their time which then again means that facebook isn't working for them as a platform so and then we blame facebook and you <laughs> ex exactly that exactly. okay so Give us some of the biggest mistakes people make in ads. And then when do we go from, okay, I'm feeling stronger with the ads to say, look, that Gavin guy, he's all that in a bag of chips and I need to talk to him. Okay. So if we've got all of the, you know, the, the ducks lined up and we're okay. advertising on Facebook, then, so I, I've done hundreds of ad account audits and I've spoken on various stages and I've asked two questions always every time I stand on stage I ask two questions which is one who here has tried Facebook ads literally every hand will go up I then ask the second question which is who here has had success with Facebook ads literally all the hands bar maybe a couple at the back will go down and by diving in ad accounts to try and figure out I found that there's two common problems that people have when it comes to advertising or two mistakes that people tend to tend to make and actually i'm going to include a third one in this based on just what you said there in the past which in just a minute ago which was that oftentimes people look at facebook as a friend thing as opposed mm -hmm. to an actual advertising platform and when people do that oftentimes it means that they go and they hit that boost button and spend money boosting posts here mm -hmm. there and everywhere as opposed to using Facebook as an actual advertising platform and going through the proper means of creating an ad campaign. Now, just to kind of side tangent that, when, if you use the boost button and that is the height of your advertising on Facebook, I can almost guarantee that you're not getting the results that you want. And the reason for that is because when you hit boost on Facebook, you're actually telling Facebook to optimize for likes, comments, and shares. You're not telling Facebook to optimize for link clicks or conversions, i.e. somebody purchasing something on your website or, or downloading a lead magnet. So you're telling Facebook something other than what you probably want to achieve. And I think that comes from people looking at it as a friend platform as opposed to uh, an actual advertising channel, like you say. So, so hold on, kind of let me stop for one sec. So, so the boost thing, you think when you put this out there, if I hit boost, spend 10 bucks, okay, I'm going to get all these reviews. But even, of course, we're always, we're always putting a link into somewhere into Facebook. So, but you're saying even if everybody sees it, it's not going to generate an increase on that opt-in. Like, I mean, it might because you're getting more eyes. Right. The Facebook, the Facebook machine, the Facebook engine is yeah. so, it has vast amounts of data on everyone, as we all know. Yeah. And so it knows that, for example, Chris, you're most likely to click on an ad and buy a product in a health food e-commerce site. Yeah. Whereas I'm more likely to click on a football ad and buy something. And so when we create a campaign, we're telling Facebook, based on how we set the campaign up, what we want them to optimize for. Right. When we hit, when we click on boost, we're not optimizing. We're not telling Facebook that we want clicks or right. purchases. We're telling Facebook that right. we want likes, comments, and shares. Okay. All right. Sorry. Continue. Okay. All wise stuff. Okay. So the boost, you're not getting your bang for your buck there. It's not a cheap hit. It's not serving you. No. So okay. that's that, that's the kind of the bonus mistake that I see. But the two main mistakes that I see people make um, are incorrect targeting or no target. Uh, sorry. Mm -hmm. testing people aren't testing properly 
an incorrect campaign setup. So let's unpack those a little bit. So a Facebook ad campaign, when set up properly, should be like a scientific experiment. That's the way I like to explain it. So we have a product, we have a service, we have an offer, we've got something that we want to bring, we want to take out to more people, get more eyes on it. That's all well and good. When we create an ad campaign, and this applies really for any platform, is we've got this offer and we create the Facebook ad campaign and we say we want to target people that are aged X, that live in Y location and they're interested in Z. That's a hypothesis at that point that we think that our message will resonate with that person. Mm. But we don't actually know whether that message will resonate with that person. So when we create a Facebook ad campaign, what we want to do is set it up in a way where we're testing various different things. So we're testing different audiences. So we might have a, let's say we've got a a soccer, uh, we sell soccer shirts as an e-commerce site. We might want to test, uh, you know, people that are interested in soccer versus people that are interested in football versus people that are interested in baseball, as an example. And then we can see once the ad starts running, which audience performs best. And in my experience of auditing, you know, hundreds of accounts, most people aren't doing that level of testing. They're just setting up one campaign, one ad with one message to one audience, hoping for the best. And as mm. you know, hope is not a good business strategy. Right. Uh, yeah. Hope is. Everybody write that down. Hope is yeah. not a good business strategy. Right. Okay. <laughs> sure. Sure isn't. And then the, the next mistake I see is incorrect campaign setup, which is is actually kind of linked to the testing part which is when people set up a campaign, you know, they might go for the boost or they might set up a campaign where they're looking for conversions, but they've set the campaign up to optimize for traffic, for example. Mm. So people to click the link, but not actually buy, or they might not do uh, creative testing. So like we want to test our audiences, we also want to test our messages. We want to test our images, our videos. and so a perfect Facebook ad campaign should look like a Christmas tree. Yeah. You should have you know, your, your, your campaign at the top with maybe, let's say, three audiences within it. Within, and then within each audience, you might have, say, three or four different ads. So it's shaped like a Christmas tree. Whereas oftentimes when I go in, it might be one campaign, one ad set, one ad. And like I say, that's just relying on luck at that point. Yeah, the marketer in me knows to do the split testing on the graphics, on the hook, and all these different things. But I will say that I think the the back end of Facebook, particularly ads, is highly sophisticated. And you know, we're we're sitting there hitting buttons like we're in a cockpit of a plane and think eventually I'm just gonna hit enough buttons and the plane will take off, right? So so when should you know, and when should somebody say, okay, well, you talked about, make sure you got proof of product and you're, you're doing this well organically, right? Now, not, I don't know if this is putting you on the spot. I'm not asking for prices, but what should a budget range look like? Like, all right, we're doing this well now. And I think we're ready to put our big boy and girl pants on and do some investing in this area so that we do this correctly. Cause it is, I mean, we run around and there's all these buttons and we, you know, and then there's all this myths about what's happening out there with Facebook now. And somebody says this, somebody says that. So I really do think it's a wise choice to have a meaningful relationship with a professional like you, who, by the way, you know, 
I, I see you all over the place online and you almost make this seem fun and interesting. So you do a spectacular job. <laughs> I'm like, wow, he makes this seem like we could have fun doing it. And I've not seen that look on anybody else's face when they talk about Facebook ads. So when should we pay to play after we've proven the marketplace? What kind of budget should we be looking at? Like, okay, now this is when you want to get in. Yeah. So, I mean, let's, let's start off with a minimum budget on Facebook. So the okay. minimum you can spend is a dollar a day. Okay. So as a bare minimum, you can spend a dollar a day on Facebook ads. And for that, can you see results? Well, yeah, potentially you might see results, but you're not going to get results at scale. It's not going to be life-changing results. Um, when you're looking at hiring somebody to help, you know, there's going to be um, people at every level of budget that can help you. So you're going to have Facebook advertising consultants, agencies that will help you from probably around the $250 a month mark all the way up to, you know, $10,000 per month mark. What you'll typically find is at the lower price range, it'll be somebody that's probably relatively new to doing this. They've maybe, you know, purchased a course on how to be, be a Facebook ads manager. And to be honest, typically wouldn't recommend working with somebody like that. You might get a diamond in the rough, but ten, nine times out of 10. This is why we're asking, Gavin. This is why we're asking. Yeah, yeah it's because, you know, nine times out of 10, in my experience, it'll cost you more hiring yeah. that person than it would. Um, so I, I, I would get serious about, look, I mean, I can tell you straight off the bat, like our minimum monthly fee is, is two grand a month, $2,000 okay. a month. So you can kind of look at, your advertising budget and then look at that and say and get a rough idea when it's you know we tend to start working with people when they're spending about five thousand dollars a month um okay. up to you know 100k a month but you're, you're, you're okay sorry i had a yeah. moment there <laughs> let me yeah. spend 100k just in advertising okay we're not there yet but good to know all right <laughs> yeah i mean but that i mean that's the great thing about the facebook platform is you can start at that one dollar a day and if you get it to a point where it's working, i.e. you're bringing in the leads or you're bringing in the customers at profit, there's nothing stopping you from being able to scale mm. that That's budget true, because if you're making money off of it, it doesn't matter how much you're spending, right? Exactly, and that's, okay. it's a, that's a mindset shift that I always try and get our clients to mm. be in, is, is rather than looking at your ad budget as an expense, you know, oftentimes we, you know, clients will start thinking about their advertising as mm. maybe, okay, we have, we have $50,000 to spend in advertising for the whole year. It's like, okay, well, let's start with that figure. But if things are working well, then we want to spend more, right? So it's, right. it's trying to have that kind of um, sliding scale. So in, yeah, in, ter in terms of when you should start looking at hiring someone, I would say there's two things. Is when you start to maybe get to the $5,000 a month mark is probably a good point from a finance perspective, but also... Um, also take into consideration like how business critical is your advertising uh, because if you're somebody that is just wanting to run a little bit of ads to get some brand awareness and most of your business comes from you know other sources whatever it might be then you could probably get away with just learning it yourself okay. if however you're a slightly larger brand you're spending quite a lot of money on advertising and you need somebody that's on the pulse to be cutting edge to you know make changes fast then you're going to want to hire someone to do it so i think what we're doing here today i think is really powerful because 
And I said that to you, like, before we started chatting, I'm like, okay, you could geek us out and give us all kinds of information that, you know, you've forgotten more than we'll ever know about this topic. That's for sure. But I think what I feel good about this conversation is given some clarity about where's the beginning and end of all this Facebook ad. And the idea that, you know, I think there's this urban myth out there where, I don't know, again, like Vegas, you just get lucky or you dabble around with it. Or if you've tech mindset, it, if you've got a tech mindset, you can, you know, play around in the back end of Facebook and voila, but it really, excuse me, it really isn't about the tech part. You know, it's about, it's an advertising campaign. And so what you're saying is, look, if you're doing real, you know, if you're really creating some movement and stuff, and even if you've got a group with a whole bunch of people and you just want brand awareness, then play around with it yourself because you're not that volume. If your group increases, if that's not going to increase your income, then it's really just brand awareness. But when you're launching a, a product, like we had the outsourcing playbook for busy entrepreneurs, then when you get to the point where you say, okay, yeah, we've got some traction here now, we're covering our costs, we're doing this speech four times a year. Now we want to get serious about it and really, you know, make this a machine. Then you dive into the investment of advertising. And I think, again, this sounds ridiculous, but understanding like, you know, what position would I would have been back in the day to pay for local advertisers? What, what was my goal? You thought about it more seriously, but I, I guess the accessibility of our fingertips, being able to hit buttons ourselves, you think, oh, let me play, um, not understanding at all what we're doing. So to me, this is very enlightening. I'm sure it's like so beyond basic for you, but I think it's very helpful. Yeah, I mean, well, let me give you an example. So we've we just finished up a, a campaign with a client who they were they're an e-commerce e store, but they were doing a giveaway of a truck. So the the ad campaign truck? was basically a truck. Truck, like a, truck. A truck. That's, that you but, drive. that's better than a yeah. trunk. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad yeah. I clarified. So they're giving away a truck. So okay. <laughs> yeah. So so they're giving a, they're giving away a truck, and the way to enter the competition was you had to buy something from the store. Every one dollar that you spend in the store gets you one entry to buy the truck. Okay. They came to us and they had tried running their ad. Well, this was a three-month campaign. They came to us about two weeks into the campaign saying, I've started the campaign myself. I tried running it myself. We did really well like the first week, but now the uh, results have just dropped off a cliff. I have no idea what I'm doing. They were, spe they were spending at this point about $500 a day. So quite a lot of money mm. when you don't really know what you're doing. So we jump into the campaign and we see that they're making just like every single mistake that you can imagine, but they're getting away with it or they got away with it for that first week because they're giving away a truck for free. It's a cool, you know, it's a cool thing, um, a cool offer. So we come in, we, you know, we take over the campaign and the campaign just finished literally last week. We ended up spending around $42,000 and made them 220,000 back. Oh. Now, if if you take our fee into consideration, so let's say $2,000 per month. One moment, excuse me, Gavin, I'm making a note. Save yes. up, hire <laughs> Gavin. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, yeah, sorry, so, continue your story. I'm just making a note to self. Okay. Yeah, so our, like being transparent, our fee to them, $6,000. Right. So their spend is 42 plus the six, 48. They make 220 back. Okay, let me interrupt you again. As a human, because you're a wonderful guy, you make everything seem fun. 
As a human, though, don't you sometimes go, oh, we should have charged more. Yes. So it's all well and good when it's a lower budget, but something like that, you're an entrepreneur. Don't you think, oh, what, like, should I put in a kickback or I don't know? Do you have incentives? Like from a business well, we, perspective, what's your secret? Like, where do you get an extra cherry on top? Yeah. So we, we now have a pricing model where we charge after 10000 per month. After their budget increases after ten thousand a month, then we charge a percentage. Okay. Um, but with with this client, um, like I say, they started at five hundred. If they had carried on doing it themselves, they wouldn't have. They just wouldn't have got those results. But right. they invested in us, and by doing that, we were able to navigate through the iOS fourteen changes. We were able to tell them, right, we should spend more now. We ended up spending about two thousand dollars a day at the end of the campaign. And they got those results. And that's a good, the reason I tell this story is because it's a good example of they could have plundered along doing it themselves, but they decided to hire somebody. And at that level of spend, that's when it really pays off because that campaign was now a success that they can reinvest into yeah and i can see too i think this is the misnomer where the first week when they did so well because you're right they did so well because it's a free truck hello right and then when it peters off you think oh like they could have good on them because you could have easily got sucked into these dynamics at least three four weeks going but the first week is a success so oh we just have to change this and then you have to leave it a week and spend money before you realize no we have to change this and you don't know what you're changing or why you're changing it right so I think that's the Vegas thing where you think you got a hit. And, and I know, I mean, what little I know about Facebook, it's obviously we forget it's in front of humans. So then when you have something that's a success, I can't, that is a success. Let me sound out my words, grade one. Um, it's a success. Then you think you did something wrong, but you may have either saturated the market or things have changed. You're just dealing with humans. What was interesting last week is not this week. And so then you start chasing the Facebook ad monster trying to figure out the back end. But it really is about advertising, just like some commercials really work and some don't, right? Exactly. And, and what a lot of clients would have done in that situation is gone, oh, it's costing me more to get a purchase. So I'm going to start spending more to try and recoup yeah. by losses and yeah. at the end of the three months they would have been up in a loss but actually i think i think in this case the the problem that they did have was um problems with audience fatigue so they'd audit they targeted too small mm -hmm. an audience and wiped them out and they needed to you know test some more audiences well, you must have a hard time because I know there's like way more misinformation than correct information about Facebook. So you just must be walking through your day, constantly slapping yourself in the forehead. Like you must be exhausted, right? Because we're, we're just bumping around like bumbling idiots going, oh, right, whatever. Well, it gives me some good content ideas. So yeah, I, I can't- sure it does. <laughs> okay, so where should we start, Gavin? Where can people find you? And where can we say, all right, I want to get in my ducks in a row because I want to one day be dealing with Gavin so how do we start that path to Gavin yeah so there, there's two two things I would recommend if you if you want more kind of bite-sized clips like this I'm, I'm really active on Twitter so at okay. Mr Gavin Bell on Twitter and that's my social handle for okay. all platforms um, and then our website which is currently at the time of recording this still in development but we are yatter.com okay uh, is our agency site which will be going live very very soon i hope okay no problem we'll put all that in the show notes gavin you've been an absolute treat thank you so much this has been a mystery to us all and 
it, you know, it, it may be juvenile stuff for you, but you've given us great clarity and I'm really excited about where we take it from here. Thank you so much. And everyone else will see you in the next episode. Hey guys, don't miss out. Hop on over to free gift from Chris.com. That's free gift G I F T from Chris K R I S.com. We are constantly putting goodies in there just for you guys so that you can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.